With that as background, let's move on to adjuvant therapy, and we begin with a 44-year-old woman whose life changed in an instant 18 months ago. I usually would have a mammogram the end of May, and I had planned a big trip for my family. I have four children and a husband, and I kind of forgot to get my mammogram. So I came back the middle of June, and I said, oh, I didn't get my mammogram. And I did a self-breast exam, and with that, I found a lump. And I said, oh, goodness, what is this? I really thought nothing of it because it was rather large. I mean, it almost felt like my bone. It was on the inside of my left breast, and I was confused. And I said, well, what's this? So I went to the doctor, and he said, oh, it's probably just a cyst. Don't worry about it. But I felt a lot of pressure to get this taken care of. And I went to the doctor, and lo and behold, with the mammogram, they said, you have breast cancer. And I couldn't believe it. I mean, that's the first thing. You just can't believe it. What Uh, was your living situation at that time? It was the first time in 12 years where I dropped all four of my children off at the same school. It was September 1st. And I said, wow, I can't believe this. What am I going to do with my time? And I was excited to, you know, maybe start a different type of occupation or career. And I said, wow, I can't believe it. I have so much time on my hands. And two days later, I was diagnosed with breast cancer. How old were your children at that time? I had a five-year-old, really four and a half, all the way up to 11. Three girls and one boy. And what was sort of the next step? When I went to the doctor, he said to me, it's like a bump in the road, Denise. He said, it's something that you'll look back at and hopefully you'll You'll be okay, like a lot of girls, but it's a bump in the road right now for you. How did that sound to you? Well, I mean, it sounded okay, but of course you're a nervous wreck. I said, I wish I could look at it like that right now, but you're not feeling those feelings. What were you feeling? I think you feel that someone just told you you have cancer, and you are very upset. And first you cry, I think. You just cry. You just don't even know what to do. And then slowly you make all your appointments and you find out what's happening and you find out that you're going to have, you know, the dye put in for the sentinel node biopsy and you'll find out if it's spread to your lymph nodes and take it, you know, step by step. And that's really what he told me. You'll take it step by step. What was going on between you and your husband at that point? We have a good marriage, great marriage, really. We have four kids. We love each other. And he was angry. He was angry at me that I didn't get my mammogram in the end of May. I'm like, I don't really know what would have changed, but you can't really go there. You know, it is what it is. That must have been difficult. Yeah, it was. So I gather you had some surgery. I did. I went to Memorial Sloan Kettering in Manhattan because I'm from New York. I live out on Long Island. And I went there and they were excellent. I had a hard time making a decision on what to do. When I was diagnosed, I was told that I had seven tumors in my left breast, and I had to decide what to do, whether I wanted a bilateral mastectomy or just a single, and that was very hard. I said, just do a bilateral, and I did. What happened after the surgery? Well, it's a recovery period. You're extremely sore, and it's a big surgery, more than I thought it would be, I think. Did you have reconstruction? I did. I did reconstruction. I mean, what they told me is you go to sleep with a breast and you wake up with a breast. And that comforted me right off the bat. I had decided to put in saline implants. Well, first they put in the expanders, and they expanded me for about six to eight months. And you had the sentinel node procedure? I did. What did that show? It showed that my lymph nodes were clean, and that was 
to me, the biggest prayer answered. What did they tell you about the tumor itself in terms of what they saw in the microscope and receptors and things like that? They told me I was estrogen positive and I was progesterone negative, and then I was positive with something called HER2, which was a little vague to me, although when I was diagnosed, I took out about eight books in my local library, and I took out a book called HER2. And to my surprise, I was HER2 positive, and I had read that book. So I understand that HER2 disease is a little more aggressive, and I didn't really want to be HER2, but at least I knew about the drug Herceptin. I was not metastatic, though, because it wasn't in my lymph nodes or anywhere else. And I was told that I couldn't receive the drug Herceptin. I was told my options were, by my oncologist, that I could get into a trial that could give me Herceptin, but I had to use a lesser effective chemo. I was also being instructed by several doctors up at Memorial Sloan Kettering who believe in the dose dense. So so dose dense, AC, paclitaxel. Yes. Which Memorial kind of developed. Yes. So it was a little bit of a confusing time? Yes, a little confusing. I didn't know if I should try to get in the trial and do a lesser effective chemo to what I thought would be lesser effective. So I chose not to do the trial because my husband was being guided a little by Dr. Larry Norton, and they wanted me to do the dose dense. So I did the dose dense, and we followed the Herceptin very closely. My husband even went down to ASCO. And the learned. oncology meetings. Yes. Wow, what kind of work does your husband do? He's in the oil business. He's in the oil he's business. He's not a doctor. But he went to the oncology He thinks he meeting. is, though. Yes. <laughs> so he's become a, a doctor second by experience. Yes, he well, has. That's amazing that you all did all those things. Did you have the Oncotype DX study done? I did. I did the Oncotype. How did you hear about that? My husband really found out about everything at ASCO and some of the oncology meetings that he went to. So he found out about this test. Yes, and he wanted me to do that, although some of the doctors told me, you're going to be high on the charts for that because you're HER2 positive. So that's a test that's done on the tumor tissue. Right. What did the Oncotype show? I think it said that I had a 77% rate of recurrence. So it showed a high score, Very high, high score. risk of recurrence. Yes, high right. risk of recurrence. And... So what type of treatment did you end up receiving? I received the ACT every other week. So you got so. the dose-dense AC paclitaxel with Nulasta, the growth factor? Yes, they would give me that lovely Nulasta blast. Did you get Herceptin? I finally did Herceptin, but it was five months after I stopped chemo. I visited with Dr. Edith Perez, several large hospitals and doctors that were doing trials, but they would not give me the Herceptin due to the fact that it was not out of trial yet. And also, it was not okayed for non-metastatic women. So it was... Before. And they were afraid because of the AC that I did, that I would have a heart problem. Right. So that was before we learned that Herceptin worked in all these trials. Right. So you got the dose-dense chemotherapy. Mm-hmm. After the dose-dense chemotherapy, did you get hormone therapy? Yes. In February, I started with some of the AIs. Mm-hmm. I took my ovaries out in April of last year. I just finished a year of Herceptin. I was able to tolerate it, and I was fine. What happened that they decided to give the Herceptin the trial results came out? As soon as those trial results came out, my husband went to ASCO, and they came out in May, and I was probably the first patient on that. Wow. I was on it on May 20th. Uh, May 31st, I started Herceptin, and I think ASCO ended like May 20th or something like that. Is this the way you and your husband generally have always operated, taking a very proactive role about your lives? 
Um, my husband is a little more proactive than myself. I'm a little more laid back. He is definitely, when there's a problem, he wants it fixed. So, you know, having breast cancer is not that easy for him. It's hard as well because it's it? something maybe you can't fix. What's it been like for you? It's been hard. Obviously, it's something you never want to hear that you have. I feel, though, I've gone through it. I really feel in my mind that I'm cured. I believe I'm a very positive person. I try to live my life each day happily, and hopefully, you know, I don't have to go back there. What was the chemotherapy like? Chemotherapy is scary because if you don't know what's on the other side, like anything, I think there's a lot of apprehension initially. Afterwards, as I went through it, it was okay. I remember, though, my first dose of chemo, I had the worst headache I ever had in my life. I called up the doctor. I was on several different things, Emutrex, and I couldn't get rid of it. It lasted like four days. And they thought it was maybe from some of the anti-nausea medicine they gave me. So next time, my next dose of AC, they didn't give me that same medicine, and I was okay. But I had a tremendous headache. Any other side effects? Well, on that Taxol, after my first dose, I truly dug my heels in and said I didn't want to go back. My toes, I could hardly feel them. My fingers... I was really upset. I I play tennis. I'm very active. And I said, what is this doing to me? I didn't want to do any more, honestly. So with the first dose of Taxol, you felt numbness in your fingers and toes? Oh, yeah. How long after you got it did it start? Days. Yeah. It was for me, it was, I feel like I'm very sensitive to drugs. And honestly, you can... I'm like the type doesn't want to take an aspirin when I have a headache. <laughs> and then here I'm doing all these drugs. So did you continue with the Taxol? I, I did continue. I was, of course, I did because I know it's best for me. I've tried to keep on my regimen. And I did complete the dose dense for the, uh, uh, I guess it was the eight weeks on time. And what happened with the numbness and all? It has definitely dissipated. I have a little tingling in my extremities, but... Did it continue to get worse during the time? No, I think the worst dose was my first dose. And then I would feel it, you know, for the solid week, and then it would dissipate a little more, and then it would come on as soon as I took it again. And then once you finished all the Taxol, how did you feel? I felt fine. I still had some tingling. It's now been a year and a half plus, and I feel much better. I feel that if I exercise and things like that, though, it comes back. I don't know with the Herceptin also if it brings it on a little. It's odd. What was it like taking the Herceptin? The Herceptin was fine. When I first took it, I was nervous, of course, to have any type of heart problems, but I was absolutely fine. I've had my heart monitored the whole time, and I still have a great injection fraction, and I'm still very active. Any thoughts or advice you might give to women sort of just beginning to go down the road that you've already been down? I think, honestly, when it starts, you feel like there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And after it ends, it's so bright, and you can't even remember. It's almost like having a baby. When you have a baby, you might be in excruciating pain, screaming. And then you have the baby, and the baby's beautiful, and you kind of forget the pain as the years go by, and then you have another one. You know, but with chemotherapy, it's so scary. And the whole being told you have breast cancer, is, it's scary from the beginning. But as you go through it and you believe the medicine is helping you and you're feeling better and you're done with your chemo, you're happy it's over, but there's definitely light at the end of the tunnel. 
What helped you deal with some of the fears and concerns you had? Well, I'm a Christian, so I pray. And I had a strong sense in my heart that I'll be fine. I mean, honestly, I thought I was fine from surgery. <laughs> I didn't really want to do any chemo. I just knew that I should. What's been going on with your kids during this time? They knew that I was sick. They knew that I had breast cancer. I explained it to them. I told them you know, they had some cells that went a little haywire, and uh, everything's gone, and Mommy will be fine. And are they kind of rebalanced now? I believe so. I hope so. I think so. Has this experience changed your perspective on anything? Yes. It does make me believe that the small things, you know, aren't that significant. There's much bigger things in life. And not to worry about the little things. Although I still do, like most women who have kids who run around. And I do believe, though, that in my heart, because I believe in God, I really think that my outlook has changed somewhat, but not tremendously. And I have a strong faith that my life isn't really in my own hands.